This episode was recorded on November 1st, 2020. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Taylon. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Today we are going to be talking about Captain America, Death of the Red Skull. It was issues 290 to 301. Um, the writers uh, is mostly uh, J.M. Dematius or J.M. Dematius. I think it's yeah. I think it's just Dematius. No, it's Dematius. Oh well, <laughs> is it? Dematis? I don't know. I haven't heard I, anybody I else say it, but it, like, it reads like Dematis, at least to me, but also mm. very anglicized. I think, I think I heard in that interview, it's it's uh, D. Mateus. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> J.M. D. Mateus, uh, but also the um, some of the issues were either written or helped in writing by uh, Bill Mantlo, Michael Ellis, and Mike Carlin. The pencilers were Ron Friends, Herb Trimp, and Paul Neary. Inkers included Steve Leola. It Steve looks... It, Le- it's spelled like Lealoha, so I, I don't know if that is... Lealoha. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't okay. know. Steve Lealoha, Jack Abel, Eduardo Barreto, Joseph Rubenstein, Brett Breeding, Sam De La Rosa, Roy Richardson, and Dennis Jenk. Colorists were Bob Sharon, Andy Yakis, and Juliana Ferritter. The letter was Diana uh, Albers, editor Mark Grunewald, and uh, cover artists were Mike Zeck, Paul Neary, and Tom Smith. Uh, back cover artists, John Byrne and Tom Smith. Uh, and Captain America was created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, and that's all of the credits that I'll give. <laughs> John Byrne um, is the, the guy who... Is this the same guy as the artist for X-Men? Yeah, oh, for okay. for a while, yeah. Gotcha. And he had a famous run on Fantastic Four, and he had a famous mm-hmm. run on Superman, and yada, yada, yada. He did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, starting out with Captain America 290, um, Mother Knight introduces Mother Superior, the daughter of the Red Skull. Um, pretty cool cover with the the black, you know, uh, blackout mm. of the costumes and stuff. Appreciated that. Oh, I guess technically the, the subtitle is Echoes for the issue. Um, 
but yeah, you know, we get introduced to like, you know, a bunch of the side characters of this era. We've got Jack Monroe and Bernie Rosenstein. Um and or Rosenthal. Yeah, I think you're right. Um so yeah, Jack Monroe is the Bucky of the nineteen fifties, who is in suspended animation. Um, and then he came or he was used in evil plot to uh work against the the real Captain America. Um and then he reformed and became nomad. Um and now he's Captain Mark uh, Captain America's partner and um roommate. And then Bernie is Captain America's current girlfriend. Um yeah, and so basically in this issue they uh Captain America and Nomad go out on patrol. They meet up with Falcon. Um and one of the things that stuck out to me in this issue was uh when the basically it's known kind of as the fire escape scene. That's the the little boy that's like about to break and enter, burgle, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and yeah, he's basically like, uh, what does Cap say? <laughs> like, uh, or yeah, the, the kid is all like, are you going to bop me with that shield? And he's like, I'm not going to hit you. <laughs> are Yet. you aware that you were breaking the law? <laughs> it's like, well, that sort of makes you an evildoer, don't you think? <laughs> like, no, I never, I never did anything like this. I won't do it again. I swear. And he's all like, "Okay, I'll take your word on that for now." <laughs> I really yeah. want to emphasize. That, I just like, really Captain liked America that because it was like, "Yep, that's yet. how it should be done." <laughs> you know, you don't first. have to just like beat up people that that's are breaking scary. the law or about to break the law. <laughs> there was a bit of oh, no. understanding on it on Captain America's part. I was going to mention something that, like, I didn't uh, like too much about this issue, but it is a problem with, like, whenever you start reading, um, like, not at issue number one, um, there's a lot of, this issue, I think, it happens a couple times, but this issue might be the worst, where it's, like, everybody's referencing things that happened in the last couple of issues, where it's, like, oh, yeah, remember that time when I went to the fu- the, the far-flung future of the 1990s? <laughs> And then it's like, oh yeah, there's that. There was that weird, like, bad future that you prevented yeah. by coming when you came back in time. And then it's like, I like oh how yeah, vague Sam Wilson just a was bad like, future in an election, and I don't know what that was about. Uh, what was that show? What? What was that show? I didn't hear what you were saying. I I was gonna say like, there's a lot of that talk of like, man, that future was really bad. It's like, how? How did you save it? Like. You gotta read the issue. I I should say that happens. That continues to happen for quite a few issues where they're like talking about issues that are just totally not a part of this run. Like I can't remember. Like him and the Avengers went to something something. I, oh yeah, I, that Secret Wars tie-in. It's like go read Secret Wars. I guess he was like, I, I don't want to talk like, about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we won't. Okay. <laughs> It was also, like, a really long... I can't remember how many issues it said to read of Secret Wars. I was like, no, I'm not going to read that many issues. Well, I, I, think, I thought it said it was six. I thought it was, like, six. That's still a lot. 
okay. it was yeah go read this other okay. six or like eight issue run in in the middle of this 12 issue run it's like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> dumb yeah it's just like a random conversation god isn't that crazy that thing's going on yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. pretty wild <laughs> uh, what it is <clears throat> And yeah, like like for as much as like time Man. they dedicate to it, like even like some of the side characters, like I don't know anything about uh, his current love interest or this person that he keeps insisting is like one of his greatest friends, uh, Rosenthal. And, like I don't know this person. I don't know anything no, about this guy. Rosenthal. Are you talking about Bernie? Bernie. Are, are you talking about Arnie? Yeah. Arnie. Oh, no, th- yeah. There's his like Bernie, Arnie. his love interest, because it's Bernadette is her like full yeah. name. Bernadette. And then there's Rosenthal and then Arnie Roth and then yeah oh Roth mm-hmm. is like yeah that guy's like I don't know anything about these characters yeah. other than everybody keeps saying they're friends mm-hmm. so I guess they're friends and apparently <laughs> Bernie and Cap yeah haven't known each other for that long like but okay. they're just great friends apparently I don't well I mean more than friends but yeah it, it's <sighs> what do you mean more than friends I, oh. I was talking about Bernie. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, their names are like their yeah. names are really similar. They both have a last name that starts with R, and they both mm-hmm. have like an IE kind of first name, well, mm-hmm. you know, nickname. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but like, right? Is this the the first issue is the same one where um, Nomad or Monroe has the dream, right, of Captain America? Being old. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I love that line where he's like, oh, it's Captain America. And then he hugged him because oh, he yeah. knew he could trust it. <laughs> but just like there's like the little line of like, don't worry. It's just friendship. Yeah. <laughs> like would, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I, a little like funny looking back on like old comics where it's like, yeah, I'm sure these two muscular men are just roommates. I'm what? sure that they're just. <laughs> I mean, they are. <laughs> but me, I just thought like, you admire him a little too much like i don't know to me it's like i don't i would much rather be like my own guy my own man than to put my like identity around this other guy like that to me well, i mean like, like that's sir, true i don't like that yeah jack monroe just isn't that kind of guy because even like his current like public identity as like a i don't know what you call it, like his superhero identity mm-hmm. is one that uh, Captain America used to have yeah. before he. So it's like mm-hmm. he. I don't think he's like even trying to be separate from Captain America. Mm-hmm. They don't even really call him nomad. Yeah, I mean half to be time. fair, like I mean. I was literally just gonna say they like. Or wait, he, sorry. I, I was gonna say they just like Captain America doesn't even refer to him as nomad most of the time. It's like Monroe. So like I didn't even know he was nomad for like the longest time because <laughs> nobody calls him that. <laughs> just some kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah no i the way that i heard it because like you know i, I listened to that whole oh wait okay i'll, I'll cut out I, i'm not going to talk about the the interview until um we actually talk about it but um yeah basically the way that i heard it was that um you know 
basically it was kind of like he didn't jack monroe didn't know like who else to turn to other than captain america and at first captain you know he was all like he's seen so many bucky clones you know that he just like like <laughs> threw him on the floor <laughs> and, then, and then like basically it was like no no no, i'm i'm good i'm good you know <laughs> like uh and then so he took him in and then he was like oh i guess i just have this costume in the closet i guess you can wear this <laughs> Yeah, that's, if you want to be my my partner. That, that was the question that I had because I know very little about Captain America. But, like, I thought Bucky was his name, and it, but it sounds like it was a title. Like, Captain America and his Bucky instead of... Um, I think there was an original James Bucky, Buchanan. though, right? Well, I, mean, well, yeah, I mean, it, was a, it was a nickname. Oh, it wasn't like his... It wasn't... I mean, it was the it was Bucky for like. Do you remember when we read Death of Red Skull? And it was like, oh yeah, there was that college professor who brainwashed that kid into being into thinking he was Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Jack Monroe? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like he. I'm not sure it's healthy for him to like still be around. That 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 might not be a great situation. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, Bucky, like it is a name. It's just a it's a, it's a nickname for James Buchanan Barnes. But it's yeah, he's what, still what, dead at this point. What, it's what probably I, not great to still be like the grown up version of that kid that you were brainwashed into thinking you were. Oh, is that what happened? He thought he was Bucky. Yeah, but like he's still like he's a he's a Bucky replacement yeah. because he's oh. a sidekick. But yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I I still I'm still not a hundred percent uh like yes, I know how this happened. I know how he's nomad, but like Oh no, it's we'll, we'll it's dumb. Past. You you're you're right for not understanding it, because it's dumb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so that's, that's, yeah, that's who Nomad is, um, right now. Um, I don't, were we answering any other questions about that? I can't remember. (laughs) Uh, no, like the the last, uh, important thing about this issue is that it's like, it's the first appearance of that, uh, big crow. Mm-hmm. that uh, is, like, I guess supposed to be set up to, like, haunt Captain America, but it doesn't really, because the next issue doesn't have anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I don't uh, understand. Also, I, I did want to say, actually. Got pitched. Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Cody. I, I did, before we moved on to the next issue, I just wanted to say I did appreciate, too, like, you know, this this issue and other issues just really show how, like, good of a person Captain America is. And that's, like, really refreshing, even in terms of p- portrayals of Captain America, where it's like, you know, he's kind of been turned into, like, this, like, black ops agent, which, I mean, he, there there were other times in the past, too, where he was that. So it's not like, you know, he's been totally corrupted. But I just like that, you know, he's going to play cards with his friends, you know, and like, because, you know, he's, he's still like, 
his friend is still really grieving from this loss that he had in previous issues and stuff. And, you know, it's like, there's other superheroes. He doesn't need to be out patrolling, like, all the time. He can just, like, you know, cheer up his friend. And that's, that's, you know, something super heroic in its own way. And, yeah, I just, I just enjoyed that. Um... But yeah, so going on to the next issue, Attack of the Tumblr, or To Tame... Man, that always bugs me when they have, like, one thing that seems like it's going to be the title of the issue on the front cover, but then they name it again Mm -hmm. on the inside cover. Yeah. (laughs) Just just go by the title of the... Whatever the end of the current issue, whatever it says next, just go with that title. No, that's uh, that's just a third title, but I don't think that that's more correct. Well, no, I think that, that the most the correct is the inside cover. Well, well when it, wait, it, oh, oh, it is the same. Yeah, yeah, to tame a tumbler. I see, I see. Yeah, okay, you're right. Sometimes there's three separate ones though, oh, and that really bugs me. Mm-hmm. I want consistency. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know. To to argue Cody's anyway, point, though. I like the title "Attack the Tumbler" yeah. way more than "To Tame a Tumbler." Yeah. Like I understand, it's like "To Tame a Tumbler" has more of the is uh, alliteration, I guess. But like "Attack the Tumbler" sounds better to me. Because of the attack of the clones. No, it's just like it is more <laughs> like it. It makes Tumblr seem like a threat, oh, which yeah. is like, or at least it tries mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. when it's like. The, the tumbler doesn't sound inherently like a threat. It just sounds like an enthusiastic gymnast. Yeah. So to summarize this issue, there's a guy named Tumbler. He took the role from his now-deceased brother and is going to steal some files from Guardian Life, which is an insurance, com- yeah, insurance company that denied him uh, life insurance on his brother. And... Uh, he, Cap goes to kind of uh, help him out because the the life insurance company has actually been uh, insuring other supervillains, and their plan was to insure supervillains, not pay them. And they're like, "Who else are you going to go to, supervillains? You have no claim here." <laughs> and so, Cap helps the tumbler out with that. That's it. That's like, yeah, that's the end of the story. Like, in the middle of this, like, Death of Red Skull collection, it's, here's a story about insurance fraud? (laughs) (laughs) I I do really like that sequence where Tumblr and Captain America team up, and Tumblr's like, I gotta show off to him, and he shows off. (laughs) Captain America's like, that's pretty cool, and then does something cooler, and Tumblr's like, yeah, he's so cool. I, I want to go against him. Like, I thought that was the weirdest thing. This, this guy you were like just fighting with, you're now idolizing. And I'm like, that's ah, just weird. Okay, so I mean, here's... He just... I have like two main questions about this. Like one, like... Why would you ever... Like if you were a supervillain, why are you getting life insurance for... <laughs> Being a supervillain, like, that's, mm-hmm. what's the gain of that? 
And then second, and it is a much smaller problem, it's like when they go back to Guardian Life, like there's a scene where uh, like they go into the skylight and one of the guards is like, I thought I saw something up on the roof. And then the other guard is like, nah, you're dumb. You didn't see anything. But it's like, <laughs> which would be fair if this wasn't a city in which Iron Man, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Punisher, like all these people like are known to be traveling by rooftop. So I mean, why would you say, nah, there's nothing up there. Don't worry about it. It's literally an insurance company that seems to thrive off of scamming supervillains. So, like, for their employees to be like, God, superheroes, that's crazy. <laughs> but you're in New York. How do you, How are you forgetting that, like, you're in, like, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm it's just imagining, problem, like, the previous Tumblr just, like, coming off of the roof and then walking into the building. <laughs> in front of them to get his original insurance plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, Guardian Life is the name of the insurance company. Yeah, it's... There's any confusion about that. Mm. It's just a silly issue that has nothing to do with anything. Because, like, it doesn't even deal yeah, with, Yeah, I guess like, I will agree. The, the Black Crow that we got at the end of the last issue, and it was like... Oh man, this is gonna be a problem for Captain America in the future, and then nothing happened with it until the issue. It did eventually, one. yeah. I mean, I was w- totally worried that the Black Crow is just gonna be like, just like the Tumblr, where it was like, "What is? What's the point of this?" I I want to mm-hmm. I want to go quickly. So th- there was a panel where. Uh, um, Captain America was flipping through files, and they had names of all the of supervillains. And so, I just so uh, one of them was Jonathan Powers. His alias is Jester, and he first appeared in Daredevil number fifty-two. They had Otto Octavius there. They had Calvin Zabo, which is Daisy's father in Agents of Shield. Like, whoa. Um, he his alias is uh, Mr. Hyde. And first appeared in Journey into Mystery, number 99. Um, they had uh, Klaus Borges, uh, alias Cobra, which knowing, I think, is that part of the Serpent Society? I am not quite sure. Maybe. But uh, he first appeared in Journey into Mystery, number 98, partnered with Mr. Hyde and the Thunderbolts. Uh, and then they had Silas King, alias Solar, partnered with Claw, like the... and formerly formerly with the emissaries of evil and he was a former drug smuggler so yeah i I just like going back and like what are all these emissaries of evil sounds like snl making up something to make fun of like the legion of doom (laughs) like it sounds like a made up like (laughs) group of superheroes or uh, (laughs) super villains yeah (laughs) I mean, when you're doing it over and over and over again, eventually it just <laughs> sounds fake. <laughs> it's like, well, they had like the Brotherhood of Evil, right? It's like the. I thought it was, wasn't that like Brotherhood yeah, of uh, Evil, evil mutants? mutants? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's still evil. But I, so right, like, at least mutants, like Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom, like you hear Legion of Doom and are automatically like, okay, yeah, those are bad guys. But, like, Emissaries of Evil just sounds like they're making fun of something. No, no, it actually sounds more like you are a representative of bad guys. 
Like you don't yeah, like you're, do evil doing. you're the evil lawyer or something. It's <laughs> right, like yeah. you are engaging in libel against my <laughs> my not guilty uh, sponsors. Yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, this issue's yeah. kind of dumb. I get it. Nothing happens. On to the next one. I, okay, I I got to I got to step in. I gotta step in and defend it a little bit. Like, I mean, I do want to move on to the next one. I'm sorry, Jake. I understand. <laughs> that you no, like I want to hear the defense. But, I want to um, see why this wait, issue matters. This issue matters, Tumblr? Okay, I, I just... <laughs> I missed what you said, Cody. Okay, good vote of confidence. I, I was just saying that I want to defend it oh, a little okay. bit. Gotcha. And I'm not saying that it, it matters. It doesn't necessarily matter to the overall death of the Red Skull, like, arc. I get it, you know, it's probably, like, you know, they, he, you know, it was probably, it was written by Bill Mantlo, um, not even J.M. Mateus. um, so it was probably just a backup issue, you know, they had, like, some sort of weird deadline thing that something wasn't finished, and so it got inserted, um, but it is still a good issue. I like that it's like teaming up with a like the Tumblr is a good character and it's teaming up with uh, you know, somebody who it looks like it's gonna be a villain, it looks like it's just gonna be like, oh, it's just a fight with the Tumblr. Like I mean that that's what a backup issue would do, you know, it's like it's just a fight, you know, it doesn't really matter. But then it's cool. Yeah. It's cool that it's like going up against these like big business scammers, you know. I just, I just, I enjoyed it, even though it wasn't important. That's what I would gotta say about it. I, yeah, I do like the turn of events. <laughs> Where, yeah. I, I just thought it. the insurance fraud part was really interesting. Even if it was not related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, st I still am not, I'm not a fan of the... Tumblr being like, oh my gosh, Captain America's the greatest. Captain America's just so cool. Yeah. It was a very dorky sequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'm, what I, from different kinds of like Captain America references and appearances, I'm now getting the sense that people just turn into a Captain America dork in his presence. Like, that's how, like, <laughs> awe-inspiring and powerful he is. Like, people are just like, like, they can be, like, the coolest, like, baddest guy, and then they're just like, like, even the Red Skull is like, Captain America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can compare to you. <laughs> We'll get there. I we'll have there, I have yeah. some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next is an American Christmas, which again has a better title on the cover, which is "Beware the Black Crow." <laughs> That's so much cooler than American Christmas because the story barely has anything to do with Christmas. It's kind of wordy, don't you think? Yep. And also, like this issue, I just realized was like. Published in April. Why do I want to read a Christmas story in April? <laughs> uh, because Marvel time already doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's why. I just like I don't understand why you would choose to make it make less sense. But it's like yeah, April, perfect time for a Christmas story. It, uh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. 
No, never mind. I don't know. I did. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like, hey, Who knows, the last really? issue was I don't. a backup issue, and so maybe this was planned to go take the place of Tumblr, but they didn't finish the most one by the time <laughs> they needed to be, so they put Tumblr there. By then it was but April. Then it just been in March instead of. <laughs> So yeah, this issue, uh, like, it picks no. up where it, it I doesn't. thought the first one would have, like, or where it feels like the second one should have, where it's, like, Captain America talking about, wow, this crow keeps appearing and, like, messing with our crime fighting. I ca- This seems like it's a big deal. I should probably figure out what it, what the deal is with this crow that keeps appearing. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a really and, weird like, you know, romantic basically, scene I l- I in did... there. Oh, you thought that was weird? Yeah, it's just, just like, like being a like uh, Bernie, like being weird, acting like a bird, uh, I and then that like was cute. swooping on Steve, <laughs> like it's just it's just weird. I, like, I, maybe I, that's, I like that. Maybe because I'm single, <laughs> I like thought... I don't get like that's a couple thing. But like, it just seems weird. I it felt weird where she jumped up to do it, where she like scrambled over Captain America to like make fun of the bird. I she, love like, Jack. Just... <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like, oh wait, I'm sorry, am I walking in on something? And and Bernie's like, oh, what? Whoever gave you that idea? <laughs> No, okay, okay. I I thought I thought that it was like really cute, you know, like they're they're just playing, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're like, you know, kind of just like, you know, like she's all like, ah, I'm gonna attack you, you know, and he's all like holding up the, the checkered pillow as a shield, you know? It's just like I thought it was really cute. And then like, yeah, the the kind of awkwardness of like, you know, you can't have superheroes about to like, you know, be too intimate. <laughs> open the <laughs> open the door. Well that's like that happened <laughs> like... in the first the first issue too. Where uh, just like they're in the mansion and like, man, we don't want to wake up other people. Let's just talk quietly in the kitchen. It's just like, oh, just being a wasp. Oh. Listening to you guys. <sighs> Yeah. You can't catch a break. True. <laughs> yeah, you can't can never be alone for too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy kids. <laughs> oh yeah, um, this is like I guess I didn't pick this up the old first man. through, but it's like I didn't realize that Steve Rogers had like a day job mm. as an ad man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he just got that mm-hmm. job. I think. It's like a more boring version <laughs> of Don Draper from <laughs> Mad Men. <laughs> well, it's not, he's not an ad man. He's just be, gonna be in an ad, right? Well, no, I think he's like assistant. No, no, no. He, he. No, yeah, because basically, um, he he does artwork. He's an artist. Mm. And so he draws the ads. Gotcha. One of the ads they showed towards yeah. the end of the issue I guess... that, that like, they were going to go with was, like, Native American headdress to sell these burgers. I have some yeah, problems this is... with 
<laughs> this is, I'm going to go ahead and say, is a problematic issue. <laughs> First of all, I, I, don't, I don't get the yeah. reference to Quickie. Like, I, I don't get that reference. But then I don't also, think it's a real brand. Also, too, they say the, trolly, the truly heroic hamburger. What about a hamburger is heroic? No, well, I mean, no, I mean that's ads that for it's you. The Indian. It's the Indian attached to it is what I'm getting but, from that. I'm like, so, so that's why I totally burger. mistook it for like, oh, Captain America is gonna like model and be in this burger ad. That's oh, why. Yeah. That's why I thought they were like going the heroic thing. I was like, I guess this is a really weird way to sell out Captain <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and, and then when it I, is, I, I, and you know, I. You go. go. No, you go ahead, Taylor. When, when I saw that, I was like. Are they gonna go like the noble savages route? Is that what they're? I mean, it was right the now? time, and they said when sa- they... savage nobility, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> when did that? When did the the crying Native American man? When did that ad come out? Was it the eighties? I feel like I it was. Sure. It could have been the seventies, but like it's it was the time there. of like Marlon Brando and Johnny Cash being like, oh, the plight of the Native American. <laughs> The fact that they used an Italian man for that, the Native American in that ad I'm talking about with a single tear. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. It's indicative of something. That (laughs) one. Definitely. Um, Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that Captain America, you know, was speaking out against, like, you know, essentially, like, let's just call it what it is. It's, it's a racist ad, you know, even if it's not, like, explicitly, like, saying that there's, like, a problem with Native Americans or anything. It is, you know, racist. And so I'm glad that he was all like, hey, you know, I know that this is going to be hard to, for you to understand, but this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, the guy's you like, know, you know, I uh, no, actually want you to lie to me. Don't, don't tell me the truth. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, I think towards the end of the issue is when it gets more like Native American, like they start yeah. using the headdress and whatever. So it's just like, mm-hmm. eh, right. it didn't matter. Went that way anyway, even more. Doubled mm-hmm. down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting in comparison to... We haven't even talked about the Black Crow, really, all the way. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did not make yeah, that Yeah, it was a little bit... Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was bit. a little reductive. I kind of felt like when they... Well, yeah, I mean, it is... I don't know. Like, what I will say is that I think that... Uh, D. Mateus, like, he, for the time, as, like, you know, a non-Native American, wrote it, like, okay? No, Maybe? yeah, for, for the time, I don't know. am I giving that too much credit? For the time, it's very... I don't know what word to use. <laughs> I don't know, it was... It's still ignorant. <laughs> it was very new at the time, even to yeah. have Native Americans in your book. Much and less then to be nice them. to them? Yeah. <laughs> Much less, like, have them fight your main character and win. But At also, all. like, everything about the mythology surrounding Black Crow is in, seems very ignorant. I was just very confused well, the, with his whole yeah. thing because he was like, I'm a representation of 
what America was and where it should be. And then he's like talking to Captain America. I don't know if he was considering Captain America as like the new America or the old America. I I, I, I do appreciate that it was like so. What well, I don't know if I appreciate it, but like I guess it could have been worse because Captain America. Was oh, like, it could have been way worse. Yeah, because Captain America was like, "All right, I give up. I'm not gonna fight you," and they hug it out. And I'm like. I, I think, I don't think it was very eloquent at saying it, but I think I totally saw it as, like, you know, of course, the embodiment of all the suffering of, like, Native Americans and whatever. Like, that was interesting, the fact that they brought up all that stuff very explicitly, like, they named them, um, in the face mm-hmm. of the, what we think the American ideal is, and just, like, Captain America kneeling before him, admitting that, you know... He's not all he's, everybody, you know, puts him up to be. Yeah, because it's like, you know, he, because like, especially coming out of like other semi-recent stories, you know, in somewhere in this book, they like, you know, mention the secret empire and stuff where, which is when, you know, afterwards, Captain America became nomad because like, you know, there was this whole like secret church secret chain of uh hydra nazis in the u.s government weird um and like you know it turned out that nixon was like the the um you know at the head of it and stuff and so he was like oh i'm not attached to america anymore you know and then later on though he's he discovers okay i represent the american dream not the u.s government but then, you know, it's like he still has to as accepting that as his symbology means that he also has to accept that he still represents like white imperialism and colonization. It's and very manifest you know, he has to Yeah. And he has to as you know, to to symbolize what America should be and what it can be, he has to submit to his role as you know being that and like you know be better i guess and i I appreciated that i i don't know i just i don't i don't really like that the having to submit like i get saying oh yeah uh we did some pretty messed up things but then like kneeling before him that's like i don't I don't, I don't like that. He didn't kiss his boots. I feel like it's the least he could do. They didn't hug it out. They just kind of, he kneeled before him. Well, no, he he got up and they were like, No, they, oh, they do Did hug. He hug he, it he, yeah. Okay. Forgetting that. <laughs> I thought the kneeling part was more important. Yeah, it's, it's I think Captain America just yeah, hugs I, everybody. I agree. He, I think Captain America just hugs everybody he fights with. So. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Special. true. Um, <laughs> As, like, kind of a closing for this issue, um, I think it's interesting reading this, like, uh, what was this released in 84, so, regardless, like, about 40 years after it was released, and, like, at the end, they're, like, uh, like, the message seems to be, and, like, uh, at least in the Marvel Universe, like, and then, like, 
the Native Americans and the Americans are here now, live happily ever after, respected each other, and everything was okay ever again. And now, in 2020, it's still not that. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah. It just kind of aged. And it's like, that's not Demetrius's fault, but also, like, Demetrius is also pretty proud of Black Crow as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's a little funny. Like yeah. I was saying, I think kneeling is the least he could do, but also, <laughs> it totally wasn't... That's also all he did. Yes, literally. He was just like, damn, you're just pretty strong. I think you're right, Neil. And then just like, okay, thanks. And then nothing changed. (laughs) Well, he found a brother. Yeah. He was calling him brother before Mm -hmm. when he was beating him up. So. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say he just found like a future Deus Ex Machina is what he found. Well, okay, so I I am going to say that I think that because at first the Earth Spirit, um, which was like, you know, the old symbol of America or whatever, um, and also what's basically in control of the crow, because like even though the crow uses um, the body of, um, I can't even remember what his alias's name is. um, Uh, John Black Crow. You know, the... That is, it? yeah, it's, it, it also feels like a fairly ignorant, like, naming of a Native American yeah. character, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I find it, okay. uh, I, I, I do anyway. want to say the what the, sorry, the one section where they show him back on the reservation, I'm like, I don't think you know what goes on in the reservations where they're just like in a teepee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, though, so yeah, when, basically, uh, John Black Crow does not actually know what's going on when he changes into the crow. He, like, and and that doesn't get resolved until later on in his other appearances. He, in other books, even, um, he, he finally figures out that he's transforming into this thing. (laughs) He thinks that he's just, like, kind of going crazy because he, like, has, like, visions and stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, I, I was going to say though, that I think that the, the crow spirit wanted to destroy Captain America so that it could reinstate, um, itself as the symbol of America. But then it realized that like, you know, that they were two faces of a coin, which now that I'm actually saying that out loud, I'm like, ooh, that actually kind of sours it a little bit more for me now that I'm, like, really saying it. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, not perfect. Definitely not perfect. But that is the that is what the text is saying, I think. So, I mean, I honestly, I honestly like that interpretation a lot more than being like, all right, you did this terrible thing. Repent. Right now. Kneel before me. I like mm-hmm. the interpretation of, like, yeah, because it we're reconciling. The, yeah, you did some bad stuff, and you apologize for that. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because it wasn't demanding a kneel. It wanted. It was demanding <laughs> destruction. <laughs> you know, retribution. <laughs> but then he was like, "Hey, this is like what I can do right now." Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah i guess in in that framework it is kind of nice but it is also kind of like you know the whole like lack of change yeah, but anyway yeah. the other important thing that happens in the, in this issue is that um uh bernie proposes to steve rogers captain yeah. america that also happens <laughs> yeah. because um died. and then also they run <laughs> off to do secret wars mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I yeah guess... he nearly died that's true it's it's um, good for Bernie, but also like and then, they're not still married today, so it must not have lasted that long. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I I really I think that Bernie is a gem. I think that she's so cool. I wish that they would bring her back. I don't know what happened to her. I agree. I, I, after reading this, I was like, um, I'm, I'm digging you. All right. I like she's your interactions fine. with. Captain America. Yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously, if I read more issues, I'd want to see more about her because I don't really know her character. Yeah, I mean, I think that she got a lot of strong points. Like, you know, without knowing, like, I don't know, bio information, you get like the feeling for like who she is and what she like, you know, believes in and stuff. I am curious um, how they met, I guess. I mean, yeah. she's dating Captain America. <laughs> um, and, I think and that... she knows that he was in suspended animation for like 40 years, so. I feel, I feel like that, that says a lot. And and she's still with him? Like, I don't know. I just, I find that a little weird. Okay, like, yeah, so you're right. Towards, says. towards the <laughs> end, she is very strong in her conviction, and I mm-hmm. can admire that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So next we have uh, what is it? Uh, Captain America: Field of Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, which basically Captain America visits his friend in Virginia, and they both like had a thing for Sharon Carter. Oh, is that and sure? which oh, who was okay. a Shield super? Yeah. Shield super spy, or not super, just just spy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can you still be a super spy without superpowers? Sure. Um, probably. Yeah, I mean, you would call Black Widow a super spy, and she doesn't have any like traditional superpowers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Sharon Carter, super spy for Shield, um, and they both had a thing for her. Captain America was the one that was actually in the relationship with her, though. She died, um, and then now, like, with this, uh, marriage proposal, like, you know, he hasn't accepted or denied yet, and he's starting to think about her again, you know, and so he's all like, hey, I want to talk to my friend about this, um, which is, like, I don't know, kind of, like, whatever, I don't, I I didn't, really care i i didn't know who sharon well, was so i thought she was just was a regular like, person he moved on. Right, like, was... his, this friend was hmm. uh in love with sharon but he died and he moved on to you know have a wife have a son that was kind of the thing i mean yeah the conversation was pretty much like <laughs> yeah actually uh Captain America being like, yeah, I liked her a lot. And then the other guy being like, yeah, I liked her a lot too. But look at me now. 
don't know. I did think it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a good that, point. Okay. It, I guess in the Marvel Universe, there are only like two types of Vietnam vets, Punishers, and David Cox, the pacifist. <laughs> it's like, you can only be one. <laughs> is, this, is this the same issue where like Monroe talks about uh, Cox and is like, ugh, that pacifist? Yeah. Like oh, pacifists, you mean cowards? Yeah. Every time, like, every moment that, for every moment where Captain America is, like, shown to be a good guy and, like, consider his actions, I just get to see Monroe be, like, the complete opposite. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I hate you, Monroe, sometimes. Well, well, given what Cody said in the beginning yeah. of this, uh, in, the, in the beginning of this episode, um, Jack Monroe wasn't originally his partner. He was part of a plot to stab Captain America in the back, so to speak. Yeah. So, like, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, and they said that they had only been partners for, like, a few months, and they're not even official partners. So it kind of makes sense that nomads, like, not know the ways of Captain America. Thank you for listening. You can catch us... On Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel, It's Comic Time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at The underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.